Welcome to SKUcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs in the promotional products industry. SKUcast shines a light on our industry's best work, features maverick personalities, and discusses what's really involved in running a modern promotional products business. SKUcast is the official podcast of Common SKU. Hello, everyone. This is Mark Graham, and I am so excited to share this conversation I had with Eckhard Sons with ProDeer Pens. Headquartered in southern Switzerland, ProDeer is an irreverent supplier brand in the promotional products industry. Well known for its high design sense, great quality pens, and unique approach to marketing and storytelling. But this podcast is not about a supplier pitching its pens. Rather, it's a deep dive into the philosophy of positioning and creating emotional connection within a vast and sometimes tired category, writing instruments. There are also so many lessons that distributors can take from this as we are also in the business of positioning and emotional connection. I have long admired ProDeer as a company that has zigged while others have zagged in the writing instrument category. In fact, I first learned of ProDeer after seeing their magazine and catalog in our office years ago. It immediately struck me as highly unique with its blend of storytelling and product information. I wanted to explore how the company approached its marketing, which led me to its enigmatic chief sales and marketing officer, Eckhart Sons. This is a wide ranging discussion that covers everything from how to position a brand within a crowded category to reminding the world that the Swiss aren't as boring as you might think. I hope you enjoy. I absolutely love the video that you have on your site. It's uh, about ProDeer and it starts off for those people who haven't seen the video and we'll link to this in our show notes. It starts off with the image of a cow and it, it's all it's, about she's, this. she's called marigold right? marigold yes exactly marigold. she she's famous uh, and the yeah. whole idea of this video is debunking the fact that the world thinks the swiss are boring and talks yes. about all these surprising yeah. innovations like mustard in a tube and the right. internet of course uh that that came out of Switzerland. And then of course it then ends in talking about pro deer and your whole value structure, but it's a extremely well-produced video. It's extremely quirky and off the wall. And I can tell you that I have never seen a video quite like it produced by a promotional pen company. Um, can you talk Thank to you me about much. why that video was important? And then more specifically, why being Swiss was this key to your story? Well, there are two aspects. First of all, I, I really, I, I really appreciate and will pass on what you just said to those all those people who were involved in that. It, it is part of it of of of, um, of of what we live. I mean, we really love what we're doing, and I think when you see this video, you see that we had a great time doing it. Um, we really were laughing very often, and we had a great time doing it. And that is fundamental for us. We, I think that that you feel in many things we produce, we do, that it is that it's passionate. It's really about something we love to do and, and it's a, a stimulating process also for us. Now why did we do so? Without because the, the, this element of being Swiss is really a fundamental aspect of our corporate entity. I mean as I said before we have 400 people 
in three factories here in Switzerland producing our products. We're producing in Switzerland in the heart of Europe, whereas really today most of the products are certainly not produced in Switzerland and they're not produced in Europe either. So right. we are, that, that's part of what we are and that's part of what we want to be and that's a fundamental part of our identity being swift with all the aspects which are linked to it and you everybody knows it's about precision it's about caring about detail it's about uh, all these these very positive aspects linked to being swift but there but we wanted to make sure that you understand that there's more to it that our our, our customers and the people our partners understand that there is this this um this slightly anarchic part in it as well. That is, uh, it's about trying to find new ways. And one of the key aspects in this um, in this video is, uh, and that very often surprises people a lot, that uh, on, on the global ranking of the most um, innovative countries in the world, Switzerland is, uh, is the first place. It's, it's ranked first. Mm. Uh, so it, it's, it's about being creative. It's about finding new solutions. Uh, and, and that's also what we are doing over here. We, we're really trying to reinvent the pen every basic day, every day, basically. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. As, as someone who is not Swiss, so I'm Canadian. But you're uh, almost my, yeah. uh, Thank you. My... my a knee-jerk reaction when I hear something is Swiss is positive. I think of premium. I think of quality. Yes. I think yes. of uh, bespoke. I think of small um, and, and in a good way, not a bad way. Um, and so those are my, my immediate knee-jerk reactions, uh, premium, luxury, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so on, I, I can certainly see why uh, promoting this Swissness uh, is 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 a, is a positive thing but what is unique uh when i think of these traditional swiss brands i think of mont blanc i know that to some extent they'd be a competitor maybe on the higher end side um, or i think of swatch or, or i think of toblerone um but what what really struck me as interesting about pro deer is that you certainly communicate these elements of design and quality but you're also prom uh, promoting this idea of quirkiness and personality and as you say uh uh anarchism <laughs> and and i must admit I've, I've never connected swiss to those ideals and i think that that's what makes the pro deer story so interesting um, can you talk a little bit more about that i, I think it's, it's it's this 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 uh, this link to to creativity um which is um which is very fundamental for 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 pro deer um um, people who work here, people who are attracted by Prodia, uh, people who want to work for Prodia, share this common idea that this is um, a very creative place to work in. And that's yeah. true. This, this covers people who, who um, because you know, as I said before, we have this components business. We have nerds who think really from the morning to the evening, 10 hours a day, about how to improve uh, inks and refills and tips. And they're really, really good in that. And they do this with a tremendous passion and creativity as much also as the people who are working on new designs or new production technology, etc. So this, 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 this um, being still a rather small company where everybody knows everyone else, this creates a very creative atmosphere. Uh, and we try to bring some of this atmosphere um, in, into this uh, video because it's, um, it's yeah. about us also means transferring to who sees this video, uh, the atmosphere. Um, 
we we uh, feel here, and, and we wanted that this uh, video um, transmits the idea of how we see the world, and that's we're very we're proud to be Swiss, yes, right. and, and there's more to it, and that's what we feel in this video. Right. So from from my vantage point, as someone who started a distributor and now is in the software space in the promotional industry, the writing instrument category in the promotional products is, I would define it as two things. Number one, it's huge. And number two, it's pretty uh, straightforward. Um, it's pretty traditional. Uh, I don't mean that in a negative way, but yeah. most writing instrument companies uh, position themselves through the lens of uh, reliability, good pricing, or maybe very good pricing because the pen category can sometimes be a race to the bottom in terms of price. Uh, and you also have some pretty large, sophisticated players that uh, dominate the space. So that, 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 that's from my perspective. So it, it appears to me that by promoting this Swissness, this quirkiness, this personality, this concept of like high design, but for a, a, for a fair price, to me, strikes me as very savvy marketing and positioning on your part. Um, is, is, is that a fair observation? Um, and, and I'd be curious as to know how you viewed the landscape in the 90s when you were coming into the space, because the, 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 the quickest way to fail in introducing any product to a market is to just look like the other guy. Um, and, and, and so I'm just wondering how intentional you were in playing up these differences when you were coming into this very crowded and somewhat commoditized category in the promotional space. When, when Prudier started, um, the, um, they did something um, new. What did they do? Um, or what, what did we do? I say they because that happened a couple of years um, before I actually started to work with the company. We, we did. Um, we created something, a new combination, which you also find in, in the video we were just referring to. We combined two things in a new way, um, which was uh, the um, pen and a design made from plastic, which was at that, uh, these days, was considered to be a rather cheap thing. And um, we transferred, or we trans trans this idea of a cheap plastic pen through um, a great investment of, of uh, great designers uh, working on these forms into something which from its shape um, had all the appeal of a product which was uh, a premium. That's where we're back to Switzerland again. But we did something else. The combination, the new combination was that within such a plastic pen which for the first time had um, a very appealing, very attractive, very Swiss, timeless, functional design had um, a great refill inside. Fantastic refill technology, because we have the know-how in-house. We know what it takes to create um, a great refill, and we combined this, what used to be a cheap sort of um, promotional product, a plastic pen. We combined this plastic pen by, the, by inserting uh, uh, an excellent refill of high quality, also this Swiss high quality, with a, a fantastic design, adding for the first time um, a whole set of new colors, 
focusing the communication aspect of this product to a new surfaces, etc., being innovative in this uh, market by uh, continuously inserting um, new options, um, we, we changed what is the perception of a plastic pan within the promotional market. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know whether that's an answer to your question, Mark, but... Um, no, I, I, absolutely. And, and, and I know my question was, was somewhat broad as well. I think it's just, it's just fascinating. And I've always loved brands that come into a space and are able to redefine what the product is. Yeah. Um, and so it doesn't become a race to the bottom with, hey, we've introduced another plastic pen that is two cents cheaper than such and such a competitor. And I think you, you definitely see that happening in the writing instrument category. But it's always... I, I, I think it's just so it's so much more interesting when a company can come in and lead with innovation and creativity by changing the perception of yeah. the product. And, yeah. the, and what that does is it opens up a whole new category. So you're not yes. um, you're not necessarily competing with the with the price people. That's fine. They can do their thing. But you're coming in, you're growing the pie, which I think is really key in this industry. Sorry, you were going to say. Yeah, no, I, I think we are, uh, at a certain point, we decided that we are not in the pen industry. We're not selling pens. Yes, we're selling pens. We were selling them in the communication market. So our market is not the pen business. Yeah. But we are having a product which is produced by highly qualified people who are among the, the world's leading experts in producing pens. But we are introducing it as a product in the communication market. Yeah. Now, if we are in the communication market, we need to live up to the standards of this communication market, which basically means that our communication must be appealing to those who, in the end, use these products to communicate their message. They must yeah. see in what we do that we understand what their needs are. Yeah. We, must, yeah. we must show to them that we know how it, what it means to, to tell a story well and what it means to convey a message uh, an incredible way and, and, and an original way, and, and as you said in our uh, by looking at our video, also an, an original way. This this competence in communication is what we insert into our products, which are pens, through a permanent research in focusing those elements which uh, makes them even better communication tools, but making a great difference between good communication and becoming gimmicky. We're not interested in producing things which um, last three weeks and then look old. We want, and that happens actually, um, I still have the pen when I was um, a marketing director in a company 22 years ago. Um, I ordered, that was my first contact with Prodia. I ordered a Prodia pen, a DS3, and I still have it. It still works. So this, I still write with it. So that means that these parts really have a long lifetime and um, they, they are true communication tools and we need to convey our competence in this area of communication as much as we do uh, in, um, in, in conveying the message uh, in a credible way that we actually know precisely what it takes to make it great. Right. I, I was going to make an observation about this that this idea that you're really in the communication business as opposed to the pen yeah. business, which I think is a really interesting way of positioning your product. So um, I've been following the rise of Casper, the mattress company that yeah. uh, has done exceedingly well in the foam memory mattress category. 
And yeah. I remember speaking with one of their marketing executives a little while ago. And what she was saying is that they're actually not in the mattress business. They're mm. in the sleep business. And it, it, it's really yeah, interesting when they talk about that because their content, their marketing, their branding is all in the service of a better night's sleep. And this concept yeah. that we are maybe uh, stressed out North Americans, I know Europeans are, are not stressed out, but maybe stressed out, the sleep deprived <laughs> North Americans need to sleep more and they need to celebrate that. And it's almost like they've created this whole aura around the respectability of sleep. And so within that, they've got foam mattresses, they've got pillows, they've got dog beds, yeah. and so on and so forth. And, and so I, I make that comment to, to say two things. One, that I think some of the best modern marketers are ones that rise above their products, and you clearly have done that. And then number two is if ProDeer is really in the communication business, do you see additional product lines coming out that are in the support of communication, like maybe journals? Um, or do you see yourself as exclusively a pen company and would never want to deviate from that specific category? Um, that, that's a that's a difficult and very interesting question, Mark. What, what I, um, I I cannot exclude that um, on one day um, there will be a, a, another product line, but there's a big but. Um, the, the, this if there is one, uh, and I honestly cannot tell you today if there is and, and what it could be. But if there is one, it must have the same features right. as. Um, let's say, the relation we have to, to our writing instruments. We are really experts in making writing instruments. We know what it takes to make them really, really good. We are the only producer worldwide today, although we are a little small promotional company who offers a refill with an ink which does not have the so-called um, substance of very high concern, so toxic substances anymore. A blue writing refill, we're the only one who produces. So we have a great expertise in what we're doing, which also gives us um, the, the, the confidence to say that this product is great. Now, um, and this is part of us. This is part of our DNA, and we're not going to give this up by just adding bits and pieces to a product line um, and sort of um, to just make a bit more of turnover, but really giving up this, this fundamental idea that, that we know, love, and understand our products in, in, a, in a very profound way. This, this is going to be fundamental that we are not going to do. But what we are doing, obviously, in our communication is precisely that, that we are, I mean, we have no magazine where we sort of um, propose ourselves as, 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 yeah, being able to tell stories well. Right. So in our communication area, we live this um, promise of... of uh, professional storytelling through uh, pens uh, yeah. on, on a different level. Yes, yeah. from a product line, I, I'm, uh, I cannot exclude that, but for the time being, this is, it need, there need to be certain parameters to be respected before we yeah. actually do that. Well, I think that's a great segue. I, I want to talk a little bit about your magazine. So for those that don't know your magazine, it's called uh, Open, or I think maybe yeah. just quite simply O. And uh, it, it functions as a cross between uh, thought leadership and communication uh, with a little mix of anarchy, I would say, uh, coupled with a um, 
pen catalog. <laughs> and that's it, and yeah. I've, I've got uh, at least that that's my perception and, and over that's the years perfect. Thank you very side, much. Yeah. Uh, we've received this and it, it is I'm not just saying this because I'm speaking to you has got to be one of the most interesting, quirky, and yet effective pieces of sales literature I have ever seen. And so I want to dig a little bit into mm-hmm. how it is, or why don't you talk a little bit about the magazine, and then I've got some questions for you in terms of why it is that you chose to do it. A magazine for us is, is an expression of our passion for communication. I mean, we are, we're not in a virtual world. We, yes, of course, when it comes to sales, we need online. We also have a blog. But our product is a pen, which is, 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 is a product you can touch, you can feel, which yeah. is not virtual, but it, it's, it's in the real world. And, and a magazine is an expression of this real world as well. And why is it called Open Now Magazine? Because our pens are open. You, these pens can be filled with so many different messages. Um, that, that they are to be declinated, defined in, in so incredibly infinite, in infinite um, individual ways that they are able to tell many, many different stories uh, in their own particular way. Open is an expression of this that we try to also tell very, very different stories which we like, which um, caught our attention and which are linked a bit to what we're doing. You said, uh, and I really appreciate the way you described this before, it's, it's about also how we see marketing, it's about how we see uh, communication, and it's always about one theme which we um, have as a red thread leading through all these um, stories, um, trying to, to, to convey things which we find interesting. And what we find interesting um, we hope to share with, with uh, the people who, who like and, and, and buy our products in such a way that they understand what, what, what's happening in our minds. Who, who, what are we thinking about when we're doing this, these products and proposing um, new colors, new materials, whatever. And that's why the pens are in there as well. They're part of this. They're part of this um, storytelling, little storytelling universe which we have created uh, around our pens because they are storytellers that's part of what they are was there ever any um or let me reframe the question i'm i'm curious as to how the decision was made to invest money into a magazine that primarily talks about things like uh hiking or the dogs of your uh, human resources manager, Carla. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've just to cite some examples in the most recent issue. Um, like that, that's, this is not inexpensive to produce. I imagine this no. costs a fortune. It's beautifully no, no, no. produced. No, no. It's, 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 it's an analog thing. Um, tell me about how you as a business decided to devote money to this as a marketing resource, because you're not doing this out of the goodness of your own heart. You clearly have to see an ROI. Um, and I think many yeah. companies would struggle connecting this to an ROI, and clearly you have. So tell me about that. You, 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 the, the structure of a market obviously um, implies that we have um, basically three people or three uh, institution parts of, of uh, who in, in one way or the other has a relation to our product. It's, it's uh, a dealer who sells or the distributor, the dealer. It's um, the company who uses this product for, 
sports communication. And the person, this consumer, the single individual who actually receives it to writers. Yeah. Now, the open, the magazine, we had one magazine before, which was called Pending. Um, so it's actually the second edition of this project. Uh, was based on the idea that, that uh, although we have a very clear idea that we work with distributors, uh, we support our distributors in any way we can, that we wanted to make sure that also end users, if they get into contact or they're interested in us, get what we are in such a way that it's not only talking what the purchasing department probably would do about prices and, and all these other aspects which, um, which are linked to the to buying and so we wanted to create a to create a tool where we can um, freely show and talk about what's important to us, what we think is important, and show um, explicitly also that many of the issues they are thinking about, in the right. sense of what what is marketing about today, what are the problems, what are the the challenges that that we show. What, what we are thinking, what's our position on this matter? Right. So, Open and the other magazine, Pending was uh, uh, in a push and pull strategy. Basically, something we thought we would offer to um, to end users uh, and, and show that's 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 what we are. That's the world of of Prodeer and the product, uh, which is going with it. Offers you something of as a competence in storytelling um, and a competence in marketing, which uh, you get when you buy this product. That that's the that's the universe this this little um, magazine is, is, is positioned. Right. I, I think that's a wonderful answer. And I love how you talked about the three different uh, people in your ecosystem, at least on the customer yeah. side. You've got the distributor. Uh, you've got the, uh, the the end client or the, the yeah. corporation that's ordering the product. And then, of course, you've got the recipient of of the product which i like to call the end end client and that right. that that person is arguably the most important because that's the person who decides is this a piece of junk or is this something that i have a strong emotional connection with Precisely. Precisely. um and yeah. and i think that the smartest uh, suppliers in the promotional products industry are the ones that um a have great respect for the supply chain and the order of, of sales. So in terms of your supporting distributors, distributors are your, are your way to market. Um, but at the same time, you're creating literature and you're creating a story that uh, makes it easier for the distributor to sell your product. Because if a, if a company uh, starts to recognize ProDeer and a company has got this, uh, uh, this brand lodged in their mind uh, as something that they identify with, then they're going to be requesting ProDeer, and that makes the sale that much easier. And uh, so it's it's very very clever. But I think what's risky in this approach, and I'd be interested in, in you talking about this, is that 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 this is a uh, an investment that does not see a return immediately. Um, or or I, sorry, that that's an assumption that I'm making. Is is that true, um, or did you? find that producing open uh, generated a fairly quick return uh, on, on investment? Um, there, there, there are several levels of the return on investment. Let, let's, let's maybe um, reframe it in such a way. In, in one way or the other, um, we need to be able to communicate novelties in a convincing way throughout the year. 
Now, Open comes out twice a year. We have two issues a year. And these two issues are linked to our launching phases, the two launching phases for a new product in, in a year. And every edition of Open is linked to one of these launching phases. Now, in the past, what happened? Um, in the past, um, sample sets have been um, sent out, um, um, which is quite, quite expensive as well, to be honest. And if, if you do it in a very capillary way, as, as we did and uh, still at times do. Um, that's also um, requires quite quite some quite some investment. We thought this is um, not enough. Um, yes, we need to get out, and that's what we do when sending open. There's always a pen going with it, so we don't only receive the magazine; you also receive a pen. With right, it. that's smart. And and when you open up the magazine, the first thing you see is the pen, and the magazine itself also talks about, and very often uh, in a way that that um, this, this specific character of this pen is also reflected in the themes which are treated in the magazine in such a way that it becomes a very coherent little, I always say universe, uh, but it's a small universe. But it's 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 the positioning of this pen you receive in such a way that it is reflected in many many different things. Uh, many different stories, um, images. We have beautiful photographs by great photographers in there. And, and it, it gives a value to the product, and that's the value we see in this product. Um, that's the value we, we ourselves perceive in it. And it's just sharing what we see in this product with whom receives it for the first time when the product is launched. So this, for us, is not a luxury. This for us a necessity because we are not in the pen business, but we are in the communication business. Yeah. I'm not just sending you a pen like any other pen and you can substitute it with any other pen. No, there is something very special about this pen and we want you to see what we feel is special about this pen in such a way that you can, you when reading it, and it's going to be hopefully touching points of, 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 of themes, of, of ideas which... Now you're probably also thinking about it because they are they are they are in the air um, that that all this somehow links up. So it's it's not a luxury, uh, and measuring the return on investment is relative. I think in the long run, um, the return on investment is is, is very clear, and uh, on the short run. Um, basically, um, talking very clearly about about, about the costs, it, uh, producing open in such a way and sending um, the the sample as new products uh, with it, as we do today, is not more expensive than uh, shipping new um, shipping um, the uh, samples out twice a year. So it's 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 um, it's something we consciously do. It's part of the way we see our business, we see our products, and we think it's to be fundamental to share this with our clients in such a way that they understand that we have what, what approach we have to right. this product. Yeah. So it's, what, it's really is fundamental. What, what, uh, what a brilliant answer. I, I, I so appreciate that. And, and it makes me think, uh, given my supplier, or sorry, my distributor background, that while your comments are bang on for the suppliers, I think about my experience on the distributor side, that the best distributors in the promotional products industry are the ones that take that same approach. So you, on one hand, you've got the transactional distributor that drops yeah. off a catalog and says, 
hello, Mr. or Mrs. N client, uh, tell me what you want. I'll get you a good price and I can put that order in. I'm simplifying it, but that, that's category one. And category number two is more the agency uh, solutions, uh, creatively driven distributor that will may sell the exact same pen, but they wrap it around storytelling. They wrap it around content. They wrap it around what I call emotional connection. So that way yes. they, this, the end client goes, this distributor is more than just a product pusher. They're someone that can inspire our marketing campaign. And, and so I think that what you just said um, is bang on for the suppliers that are listening to this, but yeah. equally, equally important for the yeah. distributors that sometimes forget that. And in fact, I'm sitting in Switzerland now. Here, you you're sitting in Toronto. Um, and in fact, we are looking and working and love to work with distributors who have the same idea about this business, just the way you described it before. For us, the affinity of, of seeing this world and the products and the relation um, to uh, to the customers in the same way is fundamental in our business relationship. So it's 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 also here. It's, we don't need to work with everyone. We would love to work with people who see our products, our business, in the same way as we do. And, and um, uh, we, 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 we do this in the United States, we do this in Canada, finding companies, finding distributors who really see this world in the same way. Is, is the U.S. and Canadian market for you any different than the global market? Oh, this is a, a very um, uh, difficult to answer question in a very short time. Yes, of course it is different for many, many reasons. But it, it, to go into these reasons is, is um, well, let's make it short. Um, the, um, I, I, I must say, first of all, that I think there's a difference between the Canadian and the U.S. market. First, having said so, that the, the character, however, of this market, especially when it comes to promotion products, is that is what what we it is a price-driven market. Yes. More a price-driven market than some, not all, of the European markets. Yes. Uh, in those markets in Europe where Prodia is really, really strong, we call them popular luxury markets, where you have um, other aspects than just price, which have um, an, a real impact on the buying decision. UK, for example, is a, is a typical price-driven market also in, in Europe. Um, why am I saying this? So in, in, the, the, uh, in the US and in Canada, um, what I said before, this is finding and working with distributors who share our philosophy yeah. is a fundamental success. Yes. So we cannot, we, in, in this price-driven market, we need partners who understand and share our philosophy. Anything else wouldn't work. And that's what we do, and that's what we're successfully doing. We're finding companies who, in this market, who has uh, specific um, features, love to have products for this niche and, and take Prodeer um, with uh, its products and philosophy and share it with the customers. That's, um, um, that's the situation. But global market, Coming back to a question with a big word, I mean, we really work um, in, in Europe. That's by far our most important market. Um, the US, and we also sell promotional pants in China. Um, and that's, again, a completely different world. But however, also it means that in China, so that's where all um, 
the, uh, the highly price-driven uh, cancer coming from, or these uh, produced at, at low prices, we manage and sell successfully our Swiss-made promotional pens because it's perceived to be something different than what they get um, from their Chinese um, brands. That, that, that I find is absolutely fascinating. And I think there's also a fundamental irony there in that you're right, uh, a, a huge portion of the writing instruments in the promotional product space are made in China yes. at, at, at primarily very low cost. Um, and I find that ironic that a Swiss manufactured product at a premium price has done so successfully in the Chinese market. As I say, that's perhaps another podcast altogether, but that is just, uh, I think, maybe the ultimate sign of success. <laughs> but, it's, but it's also what you, what you said um, when talking about um, our video about us. It's about being the original. And yep. there's a great demand also yep. in China for what, what, is, what, what is the original here? Yep. Um, which is, what is a copy is fine, we know that. But what is the original? And they appreciate that a lot. So um, I've been to, to Shanghai in, in March uh, and uh, I visited many dealers and I must say that uh, my perception is very, very clearly um, that um, yes, they, they understand the message, they understand the product and the product is perceived to have a, um, a great potential in China. That's what we see and that's what we also see um, when it comes to turnover. Yeah. All right. I, I want to ask one final question and and... Uh, move this beyond writing instruments. Can you share with me the th maybe two or three brands outside of writing instruments that you admire the most and why? That's a, a difficult question. Um, I like to Mark, ask those. I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I will disappoint you now. I will disappoint you now. You know what? When I, 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 I do not admire brands. I do admire people who create great brands. Hmm. I do I like admire that. people who build brands because it's always uh, the construction of something which hasn't been there. It's a tremendously um, difficult and demanding task to create a successful brand. And people, and it's never only one person, it's not only Steve Jobs behind Apple, it's many people who have created this. And this work is something which I admire tremendously. Um, and this work of, of, of creating a brand is, is um, not only linked to those very famous brands like, like Apple, Google, Facebook, or Tesla, and many others, which uh, immediately pop up in our mind. But it, it's, um, there are also these, these very small brands, uh, which um, with great care um, do something, maybe even on a regional level, and create something new, um, little disruptive product which maybe only in the region in Ticino where I'm living somehow then um, comes up and they create a, a very strong brand image for something they really like uh, and they um, they do with great success and this is what I have respect for it's not about being a big brand uh, it's not about being only a successful brand it's about um, People. constructing, building, and the people who actually do this job, which yeah. is um, which is different. So I, I can't give you an answer. Um, uh, there is uh, there are many different brands which are great, but uh, it's always the people behind them who yeah. make them work. 
and and you know what? You're not deflecting at all. I think it's actually a very insightful, very interesting, interesting answer. And I agree as someone who has loved building brands uh, myself that uh, it's it's a very challenging thing to do. And and you're right. Um, I think celebrating the architects and the people and the teams yeah. behind that is 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 very worthwhile. Um, and they're very often on no names. Nobody knows who they are. They did yep. a tremendous work, and nobody knows who they are. So it's 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 um, it's not the brand. It's it's the people who built them. Yeah. So Eckhart, in our in our closing minute or two, um, is there anything that I neglected to ask that you wanted to talk about or any closing words that you'd like to share with uh, the listeners of the, uh, of the common skew podcast. I, I, I cannot think about anything. It's only that, that uh, I really hope that uh, you follow my invitation, Mark, and we see each other here in Switzerland. I can show you the production and we meet up for a great risotto in Ticino uh, and we continue this conversation. I, I really enjoyed it. And, and I really, um, would like to uh, invite everybody who's listening uh, to us now that uh, they, they look at, at our products at Prudia um, now maybe with, with different eyes than before and if, if they have any, any questions or need anything else Rafaela and I were really always there to, to support you in anything yeah, well, that's wonderful, and I can tell you that uh, uh, the the cast has actually traveled to a number of places in North America for some uh, uh, <laughs> for for some live recordings, and I can tell you that nothing would be more interesting than a Swiss version live on location. <laughs> so Fantastic! Thank that's, you for the invitation. That's a deal. That's a deal, Mark. That's there, a deal. there, there Please. you go. And and we can we can have some fondue and some milk chocolate uh, with Wonderful. Uh, maybe some mustard in a tube as well. So and, and I will present Marigold to you. Promise. <laughs> yes, exactly. She's just out back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Eckhart, uh, thank you so so much. I know that uh, this uh, the. This uh, podcast was uh, months in the planning and a real privilege to have you on here. And, and, and this was a very um, intellectual discussion around brand building and company building and product positioning. And I think that's really, uh, I wasn't surprised. And I think that this will uh, be a real treat to those that are listening to this. So thank you again on, on behalf of the entire community. Well, thank you very much, Mike. It was a true pleasure. And uh, um, whenever you, you want, I'm there. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of SKUcast. Be sure to keep up with our latest content by subscribing to SKUcast on iTunes or to our blog at community.commonskew.com. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for listening.